Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that shines one spot of light on one illuminated page of Talmud a day. Now, I'll be honest, there are some concepts in the Talmud that seem kind of strange to me, but I sort of kind of get them if you squint just enough. You understand why, you know, you're not supposed to use balsam oil to light the Shabbos candles. All right. But in today's page, there is a concept that is so baffling to me that I literally cannot wrap my head around it. It is the concept of shotness, a piece of clothing that has a mixture of fabrics. And I find it so completely strange that I had to call the one, the great living expert on the subject, one of my favorite authors, one of my favorite people on earth. You know him from the year of living biblically, as well as several other incredible, incredibly funny and insightful books, the one and only A.J. Jacobs. Hello. Hello. I mean, I'm so excited to be here. What an honor to be called as a Shatnez expert. Uh, I love it. I am not even kidding. You know, I, I called, you know, some rabbis and said, like, could you explain this very strange thing to me? And they said, well, you know, call A.J. Jacobs. He's really <laughs> the expert. So tell us. What is shotness? Well, I I didn't know until uh, I wrote my book where I tried to follow all of the rules of the Bible. And as you say, I had a list of the ten most baffling commandments uh, that just made no, you know, the ashes of the red heifer type commandments. <laughs> and this was up there. This was in the top ten. And it is the rule, stated twice in the Bible, that you cannot wear clothes made of two kinds of fabric. And when I first read it, I was like, okay, no one follows this anymore. I couldn't have been more wrong, because there are a lot of Orthodox Jews, especially Orthodox Jews, who do follow this law, and it's called Shatnez. And... um I found a guy who is the true Shatnez expert. His name is Mr. Berkowitz. <laughs> he's an Orthodox Jew. He's the black hat and the beard. Sadly, he's, he's passed away. But he, while he was alive, was a Shatnez inspector. That was his uh, job. So I called him up. He came over to my apartment in New York. He had a bunch of tools, a bunch of vials, a, a microscope, and he went through my closet to try to find any shirts, pants, suits where you had a mixture of two fibers, two fabrics, specifically wool and linen. Those are the two that are mentioned uh, in the Bible. So uh, he looked at them through a microscope, and he did. He found one, my wedding suit had a mixture of wool and linen. So my wedding suit was not kosher, and I had to send it off to be de-wooled or de-linened. I forget which. There's there's a a metaphor in there somewhere. Uh, So I'm actually surprised (laughs) that the majority of, of, of the clothing in your closet were kosher, because I would assume that nowadays that everything is sort of, you know, factory produced, there would be a, a whole array of of stuff, or is it particularly wool and linen that the page right. today and, is considered with? 
you know, that's the rabbinical interpretation. I mean, the the Bible itself, at least in one of the two uh, verses, doesn't specify wool and linen. But uh, so so uh, according to rabbinical uh, ideas, my poly cotton sweaters, those are okay. It was really the wool and linen that was the problem. And so now, from a spiritual perspective, because all those um, all those rulings that appear. Uh, in the Torah and in the Talmud, they, they aren't just, you know, kind of random regulations. They do stem from a, a deep spiritual concern. I'm curious, from a, from a spiritual perspective, once the uh, offending garment was removed from your closet, did that feel any different to you? Or did you feel like you were de in a, in a in a great, grand way? Well, it was funny because when Mr. Berkowitz found my Shotnez suit, he pumped his fist, and he was so filled with joy that he had saved me from breaking this commandment. He said, "If quote, I've never taken drugs, but I know this is what it feels like." Uh, and he was just overjoyed, and because he said that all the commandments are equal, uh, so if you break one, it's as bad as breaking of the other. And I said, "So." That wearing the suit is as bad as killing someone. He's like, well, killing is a, is on a, a little different order. And then I was like, well, what about having an affair? Well, an affair. so he's sort of torn. <laughs> on the one hand, he's like, all these commandments are equally important. On the other hand, there is some sort of hierarchy. But yeah, he definitely felt the joy. I that I had a lot of moving moments during my year of moving biblically. This was not one that really, um, you know, changed my worldview, but it was intellectually fascinating because, of course, the big question is, why? Why would God care if I wore a mixed-fiber suit? You know, it seems, it seems like micromanaging, to be honest. Um, even even microfiber have, managing. <laughs> Good one. Now, did, did you get to the bottom of this? Did, were you ever given an explanation for the commandment against Shatnez that struck you as, as sensible? Well, it's fascinating because um, I talked about this with Mr. Berkowitz and many rabbis. There are many theories of why this rule is in the Bible. Uh, and just to give you a couple, one is... One person told me that, oh, back in the day, this was a very flammable combination, so it was really a smart safety measure. Another said it was a, an allusion to Cain and Abel. So one was a shepherd and one was a farmer, oh, wow. and this was sort of a, a, an homage to that. Another was that it was it was basically training on the importance of keeping things separate, and that's uh, kosher laws are all a lot about separation, uh, and and it's to get us in the habit to make sure we don't marry a philistine. We you know that uh, we do have to, according to at least the ancient wisdom, we have to keep separate. So there are all these theories, but the bottom line is the one I find most uh, compelling is that there is no reason that we can ever figure out. And it's part of a group of commandments called the Hukim, which are literally inexplicable commandments. And what's interesting about them is that 
they are, in one sense, more important to follow because they are a show of true faith. You know, it makes sense not to kill someone. Like, that's not hard to follow if you're a rational person. But to really show that you have bought into the faith, then separating two different types of fibers, that is a bigger uh, commitment, in a sense. That takes character. (laughs) Exactly. Well, A.J. Jacobs, Uh, I hope the uh, pajamas that you wear... Now that, like all of us, you're sheltering in place in New York, are made with shotness free material. And I thank you very much for being our guest today. Oh, my pleasure. And yes, I will go back to my single fabric uh, clothes and, uh, and relax and, and try to survive. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.